who would have thought there was so much information to share about colonoscopies? And who thought it would actually be interesting? Not me. But acting like a grown-up and taking care of my health is both informative, we all know our research everything. It seems to be a compulsion, and interesting. One site brings me to another. Since last week, I've gotten a few questions about the topic. One is how often should this be done? As we learned last week, most people, those without any risk factors, start at the age of 50. I started a bit later than that and had normal results, so was told I wouldn't need one for another 10 years. Yay! That's when things changed, sometime during the second decade after the first colonoscopy. This was almost five years ago. The change was that several colon polyps were removed this time, some because they were bleeding, some because they were the larger kind that could become cancerous, adenoma. Apparently, bleeding colon polyps are troublesome because they can be the source of your fatigue if you already have low levels of iron as most CK durs do. At least, that's what my former nephrologist said. Although they were bleeding, removing them did not stop the fatigue. Maybe it was the sleep apnea, or maybe it was just plain being a chronic kidney disease patient. Now, about that adenoma. About health at http colon slash slash coloncancer.about.com slash odd slash glossary slash g slash adenoma.htm defines an adenoma in the following way. An adenoma is a precancerous, benign, growth that may occur in the colon. Adenomas arise from or resemble glands and can lead to colon cancer. This means that if left untreated, some adenomas eventually will develop into colon cancer. If an adenoma becomes cancerous, it is called an adenocarcinoma. Fortunately, adenomas typically are easy to find and to remove before they become cancerous, during routine colon cancer screening tests, such as a colonoscopy or a flexible sigmoidoscopy. The American Cancer Society at http colon slash slash www.cancer.org slash cancer slash new slash special coverage slash seven things Stono has an easily understood, easy to read explanation of the whole process of colonoscopy and explains more than I have here. While it sounds like an awful procedure, more often than not, you're anesthetized first, both to make sure you don't move, which might cause a perforation, and for your own comfort. You are a medically comprised patient. I'll repeat that, you are a medically comprised patient. As such, you need to be treated differently as far as anesthesia. Two things are very clear about anesthesia for us. 1. The dosage of the anesthesia may have to be modified and. 2. You must let your doctor know on your first visit that you have chronic kidney disease. I was both disgusted and fascinated by the photos my gastroenterologist sent me after the procedure. I saw the colon polyps. I saw the inside of my colon. I simultaneously wanted to get as far away from those revolting pictures as I could and examine them carefully to see just what was going on inside me. I keep using the term colon polyp, but haven't explained it yet. MedicineNet at http colon slash slash www.medicineNet.com slash colon underscore polyp slash article dot htm hash what underscore or underscore colon underscore polyps will help us out here. Colon polyps are growths that occur on the inner lining of the large intestine, colon, and usually protrude into the colon. Polyps form when the genetic material within the cells lining the colon changes and becomes abnormal, mutates. Normally, the immature cells lining the colon are programmed to divide, multiply, mature, and then die in a very consistent and timely fashion. However, the genetic changes that occur in the lining cells prevents, sick, the cells from maturing, and the cells do not die. This leads to an accumulation of immature, genetically abnormal cells, which eventually results in the formation of polyps. The mutations may occur as a sporadic event after birth or they may be present from before birth. I've got to be honest. I don't care how I got mine. I dot simply dot want dot them dot gone.
It's come home to me lately that I am closer to 70 than 60. It's also come home to me lately that I love my life and want to keep it as long as I can. Last week, I touched on the prep having to be tailored for your CKD, too. Here's a warning from the National Kidney Foundation at https colon slash slash www.kidney.org slash slash content slash oral sodium. Patients with chronic kidney disease, CKD, who use bowel cleansing products should be aware of a recent warning issued by the FDA for a type of sudden loss of kidney function or acute kidney injury, as well as, blood mineral disturbances. Phosphate crystal deposition in the kidneys causes the loss of kidney function, which can lead to kidney failure. The medical term for this condition is acute phosphate nephropathy. The warning relates to the use of bowel cleansing agents, called sodium phosphate, OSP, products as laxatives or in preparation for colonoscopy. OSPs are available both with and without a prescription and are taken by mouth. These products can cause phosphate nephropathy. On the other hand, the National Institutes of Health at http colon slash slash www.ncb.nlm.nih.gov slash pmc slash article slash pmc 36780566 slash as suggestions, although the parentheses are mine. For early chronic kidney disease, PEG, 4 liters polyethylene glycol, or SPMC, 2 liters sodium picosulfate plus magnesium citrate, are acceptable. Cases with late chronic kidney disease without dialysis should be prescribed with PEG or PEGA, 2 liters PEG plus ascorbic acid. SPMC have a risk of hypermagnesemia in patients with kidney disease without dialysis. Obviously, that's something to discuss with your nephrologist. By the way, one polyethylene glycol product is Miralax, an over-the-counter medication. The picture above does not indicate an endorsement of the product. Here I am in NYC, not spending all that much time thinking about CKD except for the sleep, diet, exercise, and lack of stress, nothing else, though, and having a grand old time with my daughter. In other words, I haven't paid any attention to the giveaway for what is it and how did I get it? Early stage chronic kidney disease. That's the book Gio was reading in last week's blog. Do let me know if you're one of the winners so we can celebrate you. Oh, and don't forget about that book's twin younger siblings. Until next week. Keep living your life.